Investor's Edge with Gary Kaltbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. Now from the BizTalk studios, here is Gary Kaltbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kulp. I'm your host. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Glad you're here. Ladies and gentlemen, happy that you are listening. It is October 23rd, 2023. 23. Hope you had a good weekend. I went to New York, flew back in two days. Welcome to my life. We'll do it again very soon and all that fun stuff. But the good news this weekend is the Giants won. And when the Giants win, I'm in a better mood. Simple as that. Don't ask me why. It's just one of those things, and you football fans know where I'm coming about. Now, on point, though, man, we hope you've been listening. We promised you years ago, we told you years ago, and we weren't kidding. We separate ourselves from the pack. And when we mean the pack, we mean just about everybody in bear markets. And the simple reason is we know how to detect them. We know how they set up. We know how they look to drop. We know the process. And we are in the midst of some vicious bear markets. They can talk all they want about the mega cap tech that has held up the bigger indices. But I got news for you. The NASDAQ now is down 20% from uh, November of 21. Russell 2,000, 32% from 2021, but that's nothing. American Airlines has gone from 19 to 11 since July. And I can sit here for the next three hours and go through name after name that in the last three months are down 20, 30, 40, 50%. Big time. While the bigger indices hold up some, though, they're starting to get a few now. So we hope you are listening and listening carefully because Wall Street is doing the same old. They brought out IPOs at ridiculous prices and they've all got slammed. They brought out some new SPACs recently. They all got slammed. They're downgrading stocks that are down 50%. They're repeating their buy recommendations on things that are down 25%. And we're letting you know, avoid. And there's been a whole bunch of groups that we've been telling you to avoid. Pretty much the whole market as of recent. We called tops. We called downtrends. And once they go into a downtrend, until they change, we don't change. And today, we're going to get into in a moment, was on the surprising side. Why? What have we been telling you the cause and effect were in the markets? Interest rates go up, markets go down. Remember that. The 10-year yield, where mortgage rates have gone to 8%, goes up, markets come down. That's been the MO. We'll get to it in a minute, but first... Um, the sleazy, slimy, scummy, depraved, murderous animals released two more hostages today. Israeli hostages. We want you to remember something. We want you to remember something carefully. 
they are not releasing a couple of hostages here and there out of the goodness of their black hearts. They are releasing the hostages because they're a bunch of cowards and a bunch of wimps. And I can use another word, but I can't on radio, so I won't. They know what's going to happen. Israeli force have already taken out a crap load of terrorists and caught a ton that will never see the light of day the rest of their lives. They know. They're scared out of their wits. They're scared crapless. They're a bunch of cockroaches hiding behind innocent Palestinians. Some of them not so innocent. In Gaza. But little do they know what's about to happen. Just remember, they didn't go and murder infants, babies. I've watched videos of all of it, pictures. One I saw today, I'm going to count to five and then mention it because some people don't want to hear these things, but you should. One, two, three, four, five. I saw a video of a prone man laid down on the ground and one of these scumbags pulls out an axe and guess what he does with the... I saw a picture of a woman's burned head that was chopped off and put on a post on a fence. Yeah, so Israel's going to do nothing, right? Sure. They're cowards, they're wimps. If they went into Israel to do their deeds without weapons, the women of Israel would have beaten the crap out of them. Which takes me to the next point. You're seeing videos of lots of people around the globe in different countries all hail Palestine with many all hail Hamas rooting on this depravity murderers do realize they started doing it even before Israel started going after the bad guys what does that tell us it's still out there And we're going to remember it. And this is not a message for Jews, Christians, Muslims. It's for everyone out there. There are people that are applauding some of the things I just described. We want you to remember that. We want to keep it in your minds. There's video of people tearing down pictures of the kidnapped. The good news is the iPhone. People are being videoed and their asses are being fired from their jobs because you want to hire somebody who likes infants being murdered? I heard one of them complain. I can't believe they fired me after they were yelling How great Hamas is and what they did and the paragliders were fantastic. Really. This is not a war 
between Israel and them. This is a war between the world and these pieces of crap. And except for a select few nefarious countries, oh, you'll see them lining up the right way. They will. You know why? Because most countries have recognized the greatness of Israel and the peace that's there and the hard work of the people and what they have become. We want you to remember all this. We want you to remember all this. I was thinking to myself today, what would I do to a person if I came upon them ripping down posters of the kidnapped kids and I I couldn't have the answer? I guess if they were a lot bigger than me, it'd be a different story. But I got to tell you, how do you hold back? Anyway, two more were released. I expect as they cower more going forward. Hopefully more will be released. There's, I think, 220 I'm hearing. And we'll see uh, how it it goes. October 7th. That'll be a date I remember. Just like 9-11. And you should too. And to anybody who's hip 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 hurrying these people, you would have been murdered also if you were at that festival. They killed Jews, Christians, Muslims, gays, transgenders. I saw a gay yelling for Hamas. Yay! If they walked into Palestine and told Hamas they were gay, they'd be stoned to death within five seconds. That's how, I I don't have a word for people like that that just don't get it. Okay, we're done with that. Up next, I'm quite surprised about something today. You need to know. This is the one only Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kalbaum, host of the nationally syndicated radio show, Investor's Edge. We're not just handsome radio people. We manage investors' money for a living, specializing in fee-based discretionary money management. No big commissions, just a fee on the assets that's managed. We also provide a full range of personalized services, including retirement planning, fixed income, and educational needs, all to assist you in achieving your financial goals. Understanding not all individuals have the same needs, we'll carefully evaluate your personal goals to determine a proper investment strategy. If your current approach to investing is not getting you to where you would like to be, call us to make an appointment for a complimentary portfolio review. The number to call is 888-422-5559. That's 888-422-5559. That's 888-422-5559.
investment advisory services offered through Kaltbaum Capital Management. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kaltbaum. It doesn't get better than this. Okay. Hey, welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm feeling much better today. I must tell you, getting like a little cold and sniffles and a sore throat, flying back and forth to New York, no fun! And man, did I, you know, you're sitting in an airplane, you don't want to be coughing next to somebody. You, I, What I had to do to stop my cough, not easy. Okay, so your money, the markets, and we hope you have listened. So... Coming into this week, what word did we use to describe the market Friday? It was becoming undone. What kind of word is that? Well, areas that were already bearish, they were like just falling apart. And what we mean by falling apart, normally there's an ebb and flow in the market. What do we tell you? In bear markets, two steps up, four steps down. Well, it's been like recently two steps up, eight steps down. But regardless of that, we have been telling you to avoid this, that, and the other thing. This, that, and the other thing. This, that, and the other thing. And the things that we're holding up, we've been telling you oils, but it's a mixed bag because plenty of oil stocks are not doing well. There's been better action in gold, but not really gold stocks. Uranium, but I don't know what the hell uranium does. Some insurance stocks, but then they cratered late last week. Some software stocks, but then they cratered late last week. With new yearly lows, 800, 900. New yearly highs, zero. So we wake up this morning, and yields are up, and the market's down. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to get this number right, if you bear with me. The Dow uh, today huh, hit 32.892 at 9.45 a.m. I gotta write that down. Thirty-two eight nine two. The Nasdaq this morning hit twelve eight four eight in the first few minutes. In other words, the Nasdaq was down one mm, one about one hundred and thirty-five. The Dow was down uh, thirty-six forty two two thirty. But then yields started coming down. And as you know, I've always said to you, there's only a select few people we really follow because they seem to have brains, have been successful, not 100% of the time. I'm about to quote somebody who lost their you-know-whats on a couple of stocks in the last 10, 15 years, but he's still billionaire and has made a lot of money on other things. 
Bill Ackman. So he announces early in the day that he had covered his short. He was betting against the bond market, betting on higher yields, that he covered the short and yields immediately started coming down. The market listened to him and they came down throughout the whole day. Now, whether or not it was 100% him, I have no clue. I'm just letting you know there was a cause and effect. So yields on the 10-year, which, by the way, today hit a high of 4.984, closed at 4.838, a big drop. And by the way, it was 5% overnight. And what happened because of that? Well, the market rallied. In fact, uh, the Dow today hit 33,234. It was up 110 points. But the bigger story was the NASDAQ because the NASDAQ was rolling, hit 13,143. It was up 160 points. And what were they doing as usual? The big guys. Led by NVIDIA had a better day. In the middle of the day, they announced that they were going to um, go after Intel with chips. Not going to get into it. And it popped a little bit even more. Finished up 17. Excuse me. Uh, NVIDIA today finished up uh, 1580. It's up another buck and change in the aftermarket. But while this was going on, I'm telling my peeps something up. Why are financials and big banks dropping? Why are the transports dropping? Why are advanced declines again terrible? So I didn't do a thing, didn't buy a thing. In fact, I will tell you, I probably would have bought Facebook today if they didn't report I think Wednesday. Yeah, it's Wednesday. I love the way that stock acts. But you can't own this thing right before earnings. No thank you. Even though guidance for earnings is pretty darn good. Which could be a good thing or a bad thing. The Dow went from up 110 and finished down 190. Huh? With yields down big time? The S&P finished down 7. Uh, the S&P today was up at one time 42.55.30. was up 31. And the NASDAQ that was up 160 finished up 34. Even though at the close today, think about this, only up 34, even though at the close today, NVIDIA up 16. Facebook up five and a half, Microsoft up 260, Amazon up 130, Broadcom up nine. What's with that? Anyway, that's a story. Now, guess what? What happens tomorrow beats the hell out of me. I have no clue. Don't want to have a clue. All I know at the close of the day, 
they had a chance to have a good day in the market with yields in shape. Coming down. And they can't hold it up. And what did they do again today? What did they do again today? They bought into six or seven big names. Again. And what have we told you about that? It reminds us of parking. What does that mean? Well, when they know everything else is going to hell and they have to be fully invested, they got to find something to put the money in. And if it has to be stocks, where are you going? Up next, we'll explain much more. This is the one and only Investor's Edge. Listening to America is talking. Investor's Edge. He's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Kultbaum. Comes highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. Okay. So, what do we mean by parking? So, you're a big mutual fund, you're a big hedge fund. Well, hedge funds don't have to be fully. But let's say you're an entity that has to be pretty much fully invested. Well, what you're going to tend to do is A, do everything possible to protect when all hell is breaking loose. But you have to be invested and you have to be invested in certain areas or certain stocks. If you're a growth fund, you can't buy GM. If you're a technology fund, well, where are you going to go? And you do know the biggest representation of funds is in technology. Where the hell are you going to go? Well, let's think about it. I'm giving you great explanations for your kids. Are you going to dare buy PayPal, which has gone from 310 down to 53? And you were such a hot stock by then, but is disappointed all the way down. Are you going to buy Square, which weirdly changed the name to Block, that has gone from 270 down to 44? Hell no. You can't do that. Are you going to buy Snapchat, that has gone from 80 down to 9? You're not going to go there. Heck no. You can't do that. Are you going to even buy eBay, which is a bigger name, but has disappointed for a long time and the stock's gone from 80 to 40 and is and you know is in a downtrend? You're not going there. And then you see that all these other names are in defined downtrends. You're smart. You manage a lot of money. You got falling knives all over the place. What are you going to do? <laughs> you going to buy Juniper? That's gone from 34 to 25 in the last seven months? No. You can't do that. What are you going to do? Well, 
if you have to own a ton because you're so big, you have billions under management, you need to know you can get in and get out with some better flexibility. What better way than buying Apple that trades that has 15.6 billion shares outstanding and trades 58 million shares a day? Or Amazon that trades 49 million shares a day? What better way? Plus, they've been on the dependable side. Or have they? Or are they just being propped and parked into? Well, I think it's a combination. <clears throat> There's a cough. What do I mean by a combination? I really believe Apple's propped up. What do you mean by that? Well, Apple, for years, had a 15 price earnings multiple. It's now 30, even though they have no growth rate now. Though it's going to have a little acceleration this coming quarter. <laughs> Though, word has come out from China that they're discounting heavily to move their new iPhones. I don't think Apple's worth here. But it's not what I think. It's what the market ends up doing and part of this business is parking the money. But in other cases, well, Facebook, earnings and sales are accelerating again. There you go. Uh, Google, earnings, sales, been accelerating again. Good. Tesla, earnings and sales, decelerating. Stock just went from 300 down to 212. Less parking in Tesla. So there is a rhyme and a reason. My statement remains. They better keep these names happy. Because one look, one picture of the Russell 2000 versus the NASDAQ 100 will tell you everything you need to know. And a day like today... With a Dow is down 190, NASDAQ up 34, NASDAQ 100 up 48, 44. Parking. Take that money, go in there. And while the market was trying to rally, as I said, they were hitting a bunch of things. Transports that I mentioned finished down another 210 today. Another relative low. 210 for the transports on a day where oil was down two bucks hmm and then what i was noticing all day with the yields coming down jp morgan finished down almost two bucks and broke the longer term 200 day moving average at the close citigroup new yearly low down all day bank america down all day, right at new yearly lows again, while the market was rallying on lower rates. And then, you ready? 1300 up, 2700 down on the New York. 1350 up, 2760 down on the NASDAQ. The advanced declines again were a horror show while they parked into the big names. 
they better keep parking. Now, it does not matter what happens tomorrow with them because in the next two days, you have. After the close tomorrow, let me make sure I get this right. If I can find it. After the close tomorrow, Microsoft and Google. After the close Wednesday, Facebook. Big three. Need I say more? Amazon, Thursday after the close. There's four. They'll tell the tale. Will it help the broad market? Don't think so. But if their numbers are good, maybe they can pull a Netflix. Netflix number, they weren't that great. They were much better expected. Netflix gapped up and is acting fine so far. Now, I do want to remind you, those are the biggies. Those are the ones that have done such a job, just so you know. I got this sent to me and I checked it out. The S&P 493 is down this year. The S&P 7, the big 7, all the gains. Which is amazing. Which is absolutely amazing. And also, during the week, a crapload more earnings reports to come out. 3M in the Dow, Verizon in the Dow, Boeing in the Dow, Visa in the Dow, Ryder, Norfolk Southern in the transports, Hilton, IBM in the Dow, Semiconductor, KLA 10 Core. I can go on and on. I'm a coughing machine today. So just letting you know. Had a chance to be a real good day. And even with the yields down, frittered away. Guess what they'll probably do in the morning? Gap it up! And then sell it off. Actually, that's just guesswork. Just crazy time. And we hope you've been listening. Just the word avoid if you have followed the lead have saved you a zillion. How do we know? Because we have saved a zillion. They tell you you can't time the market. They're liars. I'd like to say they were mistaken. They're liars. We are their enemy. Our ability to avoid bear markets. We are their enemy. Because they have convinced you. Just think long term. Stay fully invested. Everything's fine. They've convinced you of that. Up next. Other news of the day. This is the one only Investor's Edge.
You're listening to. What are we waiting for? Well, what are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Action! Investor's Edge with Gary Caldwell. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge in the news. Um, well, first off, the New York Times has apologized. We called them out on the first thing they did. Israel bombs a hospital. Israel bombs a hospital. They have apologized that they should not have just taken the word of Hamas. You ass clowns. So let me explain what the story is. They can apologize all they want. They are part of the, I don't know why, they hate democracy. They are the Israel-hating, Jew-hating newspaper of record that will do anything to jump at any bad news on Israel. They have op-eds every day from a couple of miscreants on Israel and what they should not do and they're getting it all wrong and this, that, and the other thing. They can go screw. They apologize. They sowed the seeds of violence, they sowed the seas of a bunch of these protests with the headlines. The New York Times newspaper goes around the whole world, and they didn't wait 10 seconds to convict Israel for the bombing of that hospital. They suck. Serenity now. In the news, speaking of the New York Times again, They put out a story how people are now psychologically challenged and climate change is keeping therapists up at night because they have to see people on climate change. What did we tell you? The insanity. Because it gets cold or hot or it's rainy or windy. What a great scam they have come up with to line their pockets. It's amazing to watch that people believe this stuff. That the same people that came at you with global cooling, and if you don't believe us, you suck. And then it got hot and they changed the moniker to global warming, and if you don't believe us, you suck. And then it started cooling again, so they changed the moniker to climate change so they can never be wrong. And if you don't believe them, you suck. Man, are they good. Because it takes me to the next part. Not only are they good, but they don't even care about how they are seen. Because they think they've created this great thing that they can push and nobody will ever deny it. Why do I bring this up? You know that Harry and Meghan twosome? The prince and what was she, what was she an actress or something? Well, they're out there whining, complaining, they're victims of this and that, and they said the royalty were racist, and they never said who or why, because they're BS artists. He got caught up in her BS. They went to a climate conference. We're not making this stuff up. 
They went to a climate conference and told everybody we got to do our part. We've got to do better. We got to take care of the climate or it's going to destroy us. You know, they told us we're dead in 10 years because of the climate, even though the earth is 4.5 billion years old. Amazing. They got away. Al Gore 18 years ago said in 10 years. And nobody said, hey, Al, the world is earth is 4.5 billion years old. And you have the freaking nerve to say we got 10 years. He's worth a couple of hundred million off of climate change. Why do I bring up Harry and Megan? Because it just, and by the way, this has everything to do with you and your money because that's what they're coming after. They go to this climate conference and they don't even care what you think, how they look. They left the climate conference in a private jet to go to another private jet to take them to some joint in the Caribbean. A private jet. Do you know how much energy you have to use or carbon you have to use in your average everyday life for one trip on a private jet? That's probably a couple of years. Yet these people that were looking at you and telling you that you're a doofus if you do not listen to what they say went on. I rest my case. By the way, these are the same two people. I'm not making this up. They were in New York a few months ago. They had a convoy of eight gargantuan SUVs drive them two blocks. Go look it up. And you know what? I don't know them personally. But I tell it to them faces. Four letters. It starts with ST. And I'll let you figure out the rest. In the news. Well... Last week, I was looking up tickets to go see Dave Chappelle in Orlando. First week in November. Well, obviously, he's not going to give a crap about my money. What is the matter with people? He's sitting there doing comedy and decides to say Israel sucks. He didn't use those words, but he might as well. How dare they? Yeah, I know what happened to them, but... He'll still sell out. And I'm so depressed because the guy is so funny. Do you know I saw him many years ago with my son Aaron? He came to Orlando. And you know how genius this guy is? His first 15 minutes was comedy on Disney. He had a makeup comedy on Disney. It was all funny as all heck. Well, he's not going to care, but he's not getting my money. Unbelievable. And last thing in the news. Eh, that's not news. Nah, that's not. <sighs> Did you see the protests for an Iranian girl who was attacked by the government for failing to wear her hijab? Is that, that's how you pronounce it? She's now brain dead. She's dead. Did you see any protests against Iran? The government? Oh, that's right. I didn't either. Just letting you know. Any protests on Syria who murdered a million of their own people? Oh, okay, yeah. Any protests on China who have a million Uyghurs in internment camps? Oh, okay, I, I, I didn't see that either. Okay, 
Anyway, you have a great evening. Drive carefully. When you get home, do like we do. Quite simple. Make sure you hug your family. Make sure you hug your children. They will feel better. You will feel better. Since we finished crappy today on the market, that will probably gap up tomorrow. Won't change anything. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks for joining. Peace out. This has been Investor's Edge with Gary Kaltbaum on BizTalk. To listen to past episodes or to get in contact with Gary, go to GaryK.com. That's GaryK.com.